I believe we are uh, ready to ask whether there are further questions on cross-examination. Yes, Mr. Robert. Go ahead, sir. Thank you, Your Honor. Good morning, Mr. Hahn. Good morning. <clears throat> I know some of these questions are difficult to answer because it asks you to go back over this. Um, terrible event in your life. But it would be fair for me to say that prior to testifying here today, you've done that, had to do that numerous times with the police, the district attorney's office, investigators, in preparation of today, correct? Yes, sir. So all of the things I'm asking you about are things that you have talked about in preparation of giving your testimony here. Would that be fair? Almost all of them, sir. Including some of the things that um, I was asking you about yesterday uh, with respect to the event and the timing of things. Now, this is not we're about a month away, not, not quite away from the time of the, would be the two-year anniversary of this event, correct? Yes, sir. So some time has passed. Yes, sir. And uh, over that time, I think I asked you at some point, if not yesterday, the day before, about um, having been interviewed sometime like in June of last year. You remember doing that? Yes, sir. And there have been other times since then that you've been interviewed and, and provided information regarding this case, correct? Yes, sir. The gathering of information started like immediately that day. Wouldn't that be fair? Yes, sir. Police were asking you questions about what happened, right? Yes, sir. Right from the time you were at the scene in front of the Harold's house onward until today would be fair, correct? Yes, sir. Um, and I'm assuming it was, that was the first time you encountered law enforcement was in front of the Harold's, correct? I believe so, sir, yes. Um, I'm going to ask you a couple of things about what we went over yesterday. And um, on the evening of the 22nd. Yes, sir. So the event happened sometime after 5 o'clock. Yes, sir. And there comes a point where eventually uh, you get to, uh, you are taken to Wake Med by ambulance, I believe, correct? Yes, sir. As was Jamie and the best of your knowledge, as was Mr. Broyhill, right? Yes, sir. You were all transported there. When you got to Wake Med, um, you remember them placing you on a, uh, uh, a gurney, one of those uh, rolling beds to deal with the lacerations on your hands, right? Yes, sir. Um, do you remember at some point that evening a detective from the Raleigh Police Department by the name of Issa Smith coming and speaking with you? Yes, sir. You do? Okay. When, when he came to speak with you, at, in, that would be in the triage area, like in the prep area for where they were going to do whatever they needed to do to fix your hand, at least temporarily, correct? I believe so, sir. That, is that where you remember seeing him? I, I don't know what specific 
I was on a gurney and I was somewhere in a hospital, sir. And you'd just been through a very traumatic event and there's tons of things rolling around in your head. Primarily, I think you said this, you know, what's the well-being of your, your wife, correct? Yes, sir. Plus, you're also dealing with, you have no idea how this thing has just happened to you, correct? Yes, sir. Um, if you recall, uh, do you recall ha maybe the hospital personnel having removed your pants prior to being placed on the gurney? I did not recall, sir. Okay. Um, do you recall any of the specifics of the interview with Detective Smith? I recall having a conversation with him, sir. But not a lot of the specifics. Uh, I was traumatized, sir, but I remember some of the specifics. Actually. I understand that. If I were to show you uh, perhaps a narrative of your interview with Detective Smith, might that help refresh your recollection about some of the things that sudden happened at that time in the triage area? I'm sure it would, sir. All right. May I approach the witness, Your Honor? Yes, sir. Yeah. See in the bottom left-hand corner, Detective Smith's name on that page. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, there's a notation in the report of having seen you in the triage area. If you look about the fourth paragraph down, I think you were still in. You were in your gym, blue gym shorts and a white T-shirt, correct? Yes, sir. I ask you this because I remember you saying yesterday that you thought uh, you'd put your pants on prior to running downstairs. Is it possible that the hospital personnel asked you to remove them to deal with the medical stuff they had to do with you? If you know. And if you don't, just say. I don't know, sir. Okay. But to the best of your recollection, as you sit here today and testified yesterday, you recall putting your pants on? Yes, sir. Prior, prior to coming downstairs? I mean. Yes, sir. Okay. You recall, now this interview was done um, on the 22nd at Wake Med. And is that your recollection? Yes, sir. So this was the, same, the evening of these events? <clears throat> yes, sir. Do you recall telling Detective Smith on that day that you had come home a little after 5 p.m.? Uh, it says that I did, sir. Well, does that refresh your recollection? Is that something that, in looking at it, might be what you would have said on the 22nd to Detective Smith? Uh, I suppose if you wrote it down, yes, sir. And that doesn't seem inconsistent with your recollection of these events? Or was it a little after 5? I just know that I left work sometime after 4.30. Uh, I can't. I don't remember exactly when, but it was 4.30, 4.45. You'd agree that... And I know you were under trauma that day, but you would agree that this was the day of your recollection on that day might have been a little pressure on some things than they are today. Uh, yes, I'm sure it would be, sir. And in fairness, over time, as you've had 
chance to reflect on some of this stuff, you probably have recalled some things that you weren't able to tell Detective Smith on that day, and that's some of the things you've shared in these other interviews and that you've shared with the jury. Would that be fair? That would be fair, sir. Okay. <coughs> now, on that day, when he was at, he asked you what happened that day, correct? Yes, sir. And when he did, you said that when you arrived home, you you said you had seen... Um, Jamie, your wife, and Jonathan, who you referred to in the interview as your best friend, correct? Yes, sir. You told Detective Smith that Jamie was at her desk on the computer, right? Yes, sir. Jonathan was in the kitchen, and you greeted both of them. Yes, sir. Now, I asked that because I remember you saying in the testimony that um, Jamie was at the desk. So I'm, but those are glass doors that we talked about uh, coming off the foyer into her office area, right? Yes, sir. And like, not just little, but I mean, the whole doors are like glass, right? Yes, sir. So it'd be the kind of thing that, you know, if you're walking in the door and she's right there, you can just wave to her and that. That would classify as a greeting. I'm not, I believe that's what I was referencing, sir. And I don't want to, Assume, and I'm assuming that that's how I took it. That when you went in, you saw her and waved. Is that would that be accurate? Yes, sir. Okay. You didn't talk with her because she was on the phone. Correct, sir. All right. You, now you told him about, you know, saying hello to John and uh, giving him a hug, right? Yes, sir. Told him how everything appeared to be fine. Yes, sir. And basically went through the event to the best of your recollection that day, correct? I'm sorry, I repeat your question, you, sir. You, he asked you to walk, walk him through it, walk he, through what happened, right? Yes, sir. And, and so now let's, I'll ask you to look at page 404. It's in the bottom, there's a little stamp. It's actually page two of his report. It's page 409, there's a little bait stamp there. Yes, sir. Now, on that day when you were telling him about this, you told him about going upstairs, right? Yes, sir. And he asked, he asked you, what were you doing? And you told him, just like I asked you yesterday, about having to use the bathroom, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, you, you pointed out to him that you were taking the iPad, and I think, I don't know, he wrote twitting. I assume he meant like tweeting or something, right? I believe so, sir. Uh, he's probably, was he an old guy like me that says the thing's wrong? I don't know if he's quite as old as you, sir. <laughs> Well, if you ask no the people in my office, they don't think there's anybody older than me. So that's, you know, that, that's fair enough. Um, and you have no idea how Ms. Elliott's going to report this to other people. So that's okay. That's a, that, that's a good thing to say. But I ask you to look at that day, the 22nd, that evening, when you were talking uh, to him. You recall telling him on that day, about using the bathroom, that you were just getting ready to stand up, that's when you heard the, the screaming from Jamie. Yes, sir. Does that refresh your recollection a little bit? Because we were asking about, you know, this is a time thing, or, or have you, I mean, have you had any time to reflect, or is it just fair to say that you don't recall? 
it's fair to say I don't exactly recall where I was between sitting and standing up, sir. Okay. But that's what you said to him on that day. You were just getting ready to stand up when you heard the screaming, correct? That's what he wrote down, sir. Yes. And you told him the same thing that you, you told us, that might, might be something you initially thought it might be just something with the dogs, right? Yes, sir. Now, and then you, I'm not going to go through the whole event because you did it yesterday, but when you were talking, and it, it's essentially the same. Yes, sir. <coughs> Went down, saw this terrible scene. He, John, turned on you, turned on you with the knife, and you were able to somehow, you yelled, in fact, you, you yelled to Jamie to get out. Yes, sir. You yelled at her, get out of the house, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, you, your main concern at that time was less with your own safety and more with just making sure your wife was safe. Absolutely. And you told him on that day that she got up and ran out as you were still struggling with him, correct? Yes, sir. So the... Jamie leaving must have been something at that time that you sent, either sensed or saw while you were fighting with him. I noticed it. I'm not exactly sure what I saw that you, day. You were able to see her get up and... and I saw it. I either saw it or sensed it, but yes, sir. Okay. You were, in fairness, you were confident she, was, she had gotten out. Absolutely, sir. Okay. Now that day, he was asking you, questions you know why would your best someone who you just identified as your best friend do this yes right? sir you told him he's the best man at our wedding right yes sir you've known him for years yes sir you mentioned you know he told us two weeks ago he was diagnosed with cancer maybe something with that right yes sir Told him we're supposed to take him to Duke tomorrow, correct? Yes, sir. And then the, the this detective, he's asking, he said, well, I mean, that really didn't answer anything about why. He said, sir, you're telling him who it is and what's happened. And so he starts asking you more questions, right? Yes, sir. And um, you said, well, he, he works for my wife, right? I said he worked for my wife until recently, yes, sir. Until recently, yeah, that's right. Because he'd been, technically been laid off, right? Absolutely. You, you said he handles the finance books for Brad Miller. Yes, sir. And you said Jamie had to just lay him off this past December. <coughs> yes, sir. But in talking about that, you said... You know, they, th this was something they had talked about when she let him go because there wasn't enough business at the time, right? Yes, sir. And you said he wasn't angry with her. You told him that. Yes, sir. Because he was still continuing to assist Jamie with some of the work to close it out, right? Yes, sir. So it wasn't that. It wasn't that he got laid off or fired. That, in your mind, you're trying to come up with something too, right? Absolutely, sir. In fact, you said, I just don't know why you would do this, right? 
That's correct, sir. And at some point, the doctors came in, and that was the end of the interview with Detective, with Detective Smith, right? Yes, sir. You never mentioned any concern, at least in that interview, about the possibility that he was taking money, right? It doesn't appear so, sir. Detective Smith wasn't the only one who was asking you questions on that day, correct? Yes, sir. I mean, this started right from the time, as I said, you were at the Heralds. Everybody's coming up to you and, the, you know, what happened here, correct? Yes, sir. Now, Jamie, at that point, wasn't able to answer any of those questions, right? That's correct, sir. So, you know, and, and you technically, I mean, not technically, you don't even know what's going on back at Tealwood place at your house because you didn't go back there correct and you saw the police arrive and go surround the house and I, I assume you did did you see that Were you I did sir so you watched them sort of surround the house while they were tending to my hands yes sir I didn't know if they pulled you you know like put you in the ambulance took you away while that was going on no someone was wrapping my hands and while I was standing outside the ambulance if I recall correctly sir I, I, I don't know because I didn't ever saw a report about it. did you happen to see him exit the house? Did you see any of that from where you were? To the best of my memory and the best of my knowledge, I did actually see him come out of the house, but I, because it was in the distance and there were cops everywhere. Um, but I don't... I, trauma does sure. things to your mind, sir. Sure. But I... You, th you think you might have seen it? I may have, yes, sir. Yeah. At this point, and at that point, um, by the, I mean, by the time they're surrounding your house, the police, I mean. I mean, there's no, there's no, you correct me if I'm wrong, there's no traffic going up and down rainwater at that point. I don't believe so, sir. There's probably a bunch of police cars. Yes, sir. Flashing lights everywhere. That's what I recall, sir. People coming out of the homes and stuff, right? That's what I recall, sir. Um... yesterday but um, when you ran out of the house when you got away from John uh, you, we talked about it you went through the dining room and created some separation with the dining room table right yes sir which logical you know give you some space in case he got up came at you when you, you went out the side door and sustained and no my objection. Uh, when you came out the side door, um, you went into the middle of the street, correct? I don't completely recall, but I remember running down the street, sir. Well, there's been some testimony from, I think, Stacy. Were you here for Stacy Johnson, the lady from CCBI? I was here for a portion of that. It was difficult to sit there. Sure, I understand. Uh, but there's been sort of like this um, uh, following the trail of blood. That, uh, what we think happened was that Jamie went to the house next door, right? Yes, sir. And went with the tried the side door and then went up the front steps of that front door, correct? That's what the testimony has been, sir. Now, 
there was a, that's, you knew at least the kid who lived in that house, right? Yes, sir. His name was Simon. Yes, sir. Simon Belts. Yes, sir. Now, you knew that kid. I think I read something somewhere. Didn't he used to cut your grass or something like that? He did, sir. How old was that kid? I have no idea, sir. If you had to guess. Probably early teens. Okay. Somewhere along the way, in prior to reconnecting with Jamie, okay, before you get to the Heralds, you saw that kid. Like, yes, sir. Coming out of the house, right? I remember seeing him. I don't know exactly when it was, sir. All right. Now, all of a sudden, I mean, you, not that you didn't lose focus on concern for Jamie, but you thought, you know, yelled like, hey, get back in the house, right? I do remember doing that, sir. Okay. You do remember doing that? Yes, sir. Did you ask him to call 911? I don't remember, sir. You might have? I may have. I don't remember, sir. Okay. Um, you see him go back in the house? I did, sir. I realized that wasn't the huge concern at that moment, but you did. I mean, it was a concern. You didn't want, because you don't know... If John Broyhill's following you out the door, right? That's correct, sir. Yeah, and so you don't want him to... And you don't know what's happening that day. This is all bizarre, right? Yes, sir. So now all of a sudden there's this kid. It's like you get back in the house. And whether you said 911 or not, did you learn at some point he called for 911 too? Objection. If he learned. Sustained. No, my objection. Police at the scene, detectives at the hospital, and I'm talking now prior to the next day, prior to the 23rd, okay? Are all, everybody's asking you at some point, why do you think this happened, right? Yes, sir. And you even said when you were over at the house in the front of the Heralds, you were asking Jamie, you know, what happened, right? Yes, sir. Because you, you just went upstairs. Everything was fine. Yes, sir. People started asking you all kinds of things, right? They were, you told, and, and you know, what, what might be the cause of this? They were asking you, you were telling them, I don't know, you got diagnosed with cancer. We just talked about that, right? Yes, sir. All right. People started asking, you, well, is there something going on between you and John? You had that, that question asked of you by a number of people, right? I don't recall, sir. Well, you don't recall people asking you that question? I do not, sir. Okay. There wasn't anything like that going on between you and John. You, you and John were just friends from Lenore, right? Yes, sir. You said when you were over at the Heralds, you might have said something, was it about this money thing? Yes, sir. But you testified in your direct the other day. Yeah, that really wasn't something that, um, I don't know if it was on the director and the cross-examination, somewhere in Illinois, that wasn't something that you anticipated Jamie was even going to ask him about. No, she was asking him. They were supposed to meet to hammer out any outstanding stuff for the Miller campaign, sir. The Brad Miller stuff. Yes, sir. And in the back of all, and I'm going to get to that right now. 
because in the back of all that, there was, you'd just gotten back from vacation the day before. Yes, sir. And there was all that stuff that happened right before you left on vacation. It yes, sir. Was, it was a crazy time. It was a very hectic time, yes, sir. I mean, the vacation was something that you and Jamie, I'm guessing, had planned sometime in advance of that week, correct? Yes, sir. Because it was, um, I think, two events were being commemorated. You had your anniversary. Yes, sir. You had a birthday, I think, on the weekend, maybe Friday or something. Uh, our wedding anniversary and my birthday were back-to-back -back days, sir. Back-to-back-to-back. To, back to back. The, 18th. Was the birthday Friday? Saturday? The 18th and the 19th. Okay. Not, 19th is the birthday, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, I know you said you were staying at a friend's house. Was, was this a house someone that was loaning it to you, or had you guys put out any money to rent this place? or Loaning. Okay. Um, but still, you're planning on going away, you're busy, she's busy. This Brad Miller, by the way, was not her only client at that time, right? No, sir. Right. And you had things to do at Newcomb, correct? Yes, sir. So I'm guessing, you know, you're trying to go away for a week, there's a lot of questions, uh, not questions, but things you have to do to sort of button things up at the office so you can go away for a week. Would that be right? Yes, sir. All right. Um, and then in the midst of all this, in that week prior to leaving for vacation, I think it was like, what, around Wednesday or so, maybe the 10th of April, suddenly you got your best friend telling you that he's been diagnosed, the doctors are telling him he's got pancreatic cancer. It was on that Tuesday, but yes, sir. Tuesday. Which was devastating news to you and Jamie. That's correct. And in the midst of all that, he's telling you this, which is like, I, don't, I think your language is, you know, it's like hearing somebody just got told they got a death sentence, right? Yes, sir. You also know, or Jamie knew for that week, that, you know, there were, I mean, it wasn't the priority thing, but there were things that John had been helping with to wrap up the Brad Miller campaign, including the filing of that report for the first quarter, right? Yes, sir. And there was a meeting coming up on Friday at John Wallace's office to, so that was supposed to be done, right? Yes, sir. And Jamie didn't, that was not her end of the the work that was the thing that John was taking care of so you know now all of a sudden where in a normal sense you'd be just preparing for this meeting he's telling you he's got this you know death sentence disease right? yes sir so it sort of puts you and Jamie in a difficult, not a difficult, so I mean, it's like, you know, you got to deal with, holy cow, you know, you got this terrible disease. At the same time, you've also know, is it even like appropriate now to ask him for this information when he's going through this? Would that be fair? I know that was one of Jamie's concerns. Yes, sir. 
but being familiar with her business and being familiar with the politics, she knew also that you know this wasn't going to go away. I mean, it still was had, had to be a report that had to be filed. Yes, sir. And it had to be filed by no later than Monday. Yes, sir. And the meeting with the lawyer was for Friday, and even that was sort of, I mean, it wasn't the eleventh hour, but it was close enough because you guys were leaving on vacation. Yes, sir. On Sunday, so you wanted and you wanted wanted to have that done, but kind of puts you guys in a tough spot to push John to do it because he's just told you he's got this really bad disease. Yes, sir. And you need him because Jamie doesn't really have all the information to do that report. He has it, right? Yes, sir. So at the time, everything's like hitting all at once, and time is not a commodity that you have a lot of, correct? Um, yes, sir. For the report, I mean. Well, and actually for other things, too, because this disease, this wasn't like where he told you in the past about MS and the other stuff. This is something like, you know, you don't mess around with this. You've got to act on it quick. This is what you and Jamie are trying to impress upon him, right? Yes, sir. But the two of you dealt with it the best you could under the circumstances. In fact, you even took off work on the 11th. Yes, sir. Specifically for the purpose of taking John to Duke to see an oncologist, correct? Yes, sir. Jamie was going to go too, I think, right? Mm -hmm. She was always going to go, and I took off midday that day to join her. And... You know, you're sort of telling, look, we'll get you to the doctor and you'll get that done. And then when we're done with that, we'll come home and we'll work on the Brad Miller stuff. Yes, sir. Because the meeting's the next day, the 12th, Friday. Yes, right. Jamie needed his assistance, sir. Yeah. And then in the, and, and it's sort of in your mind, you're trying to keep, I mean, the both of you sound like the couple, the classic multitaskers. You guys got had everything going a lot, all the time, right? We stayed busy, sir. And that day, you talked about that you'd on the 11th scheduled that. Um, I don't know if you'd call it an event, uh, the the Durham Bulls game. Yes, sir. Was that just had that been planned for a while? It had been planned a week or two prior. There was a group on for tickets. And you had about how many people going? Uh, six, eight, something like that. Was this something that you and Jamie had thrown together? I believe so. I don't okay. remember exactly. So you knew you knew the evening was going to be dedicated to that. So all this other stuff, the getting him to the doctor, sitting down and get the report stuff done, was ideally to be done prior to leaving for the ball game. Yes, sir. And you were going to take John. John was going to go with you to the ball game. That'd be good for him, right? Yes, sir. Get his mind off things. Yes, sir. And, as I said, you got the, in the background of all that, all your other stuff, you're trying to button up before you leave. Yes, sir. And then John pulls a no-show on you. Yes, sir. He doesn't, he doesn't show up when he's supposed to. Yes, sir. You guys are at the home, like, going, where is he? Yes, sir. And, you know, the clock's ticking. <laughs> got all this stuff to do on the 11th so 
you and Jamie, and I think you said Jamie's mom, right? Was it, or, or maybe not. Who, who went over to the house? Somebody went over to the house. On that day, it was just Jamie and I, sir. The mom thing was back when he had the gallbladder thing, right? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm sorry. I, got, I knew there was a trip where Jamie's mom went along. This one was just you and Jamie. You're like, you know. In fact, he wasn't answering the phone, right? Wasn't me. Um, he, you were trying to reach him by phone, right? Yes, sir. And he wasn't answering it. Correct, sir. So you and Jamie said, "Let's go. Let's go see if he's home." Yes, sir. Got in the car and drove over there. Yes, sir. And there's the car. Yes, sir. So you got to be thinking. The heck's going on? So you got you got um, knocked on the door. He answers the door, right? Yes, sir. And you're like, John, what's going on? Got to go to the doctor. And I think at that point he was late for the doctor, right? Uh, I believe it was a few minutes before an appointment in Durham from Raleigh, so it was wouldn't have made it. Absolutely not, sir. Yeah, and he's like. So I overslept, and I'm sorry, and very apologetic, and all this stuff, and he's giving you one excuse after another, but um, he's telling you he'll just have to call him and reschedule the doctor's appointment, right? Yes, sir. So that just leaves, well, okay, but you might, all right, well, then we'll if you're going to go tomorrow, then we'll, we'll take you tomorrow. Right? Yes, sir. Um, let me just, you know, just get, come with us, and we'll, Go to work, and then I might as well do the Brad Miller stuff, and then be ready to go to the ball game later that evening, right? Yes, sir. And he, I'm assuming, just because you said about the part about him leaving, he followed you in his own car. I was. He was sort of in disarray because he, well, we assumed he had just woken up, and so I offered to drive his car. So he could ride along just to keep him company and reassure him that everything was going to be okay and he could get him to see the doctor the next day. So Jamie took your car back and you drove him in his car back? I, I don't remember whether we took our car or my car down there, but either way, we drove separately and I drove his car back. One of your two cars you used to go over and then whatever one it was, she drove that one back and you drove him in his car. Is that, is that right? Yes. And that's when he gets, when you get home, he starts telling you about forgetting his laptop at this job that we know he didn't even really have, right? Well, at the time we thought he had the job. Oh, no, I understand that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying now we know it's a fake job, right? Yes, sir. But at the time, he's telling you, yeah, I'm, not for a minute am I suggesting you knew that. You, you were believing, yeah, he works at LabCorp, right? Yes, sir. You said you used to drive along to see the buildings. That's where John works, right? Yes, sir. He tells you, oh, I can't do the stuff. I got a, I left my laptop at work, right? He told Jamie, yes, sir. And let me just go get it. I'll be right back, and we'll get this thing done, right? Yes, sir. And away he goes. Yes, sir. It doesn't return. Correct. He's, he's putting... Um, The two of you in kind of a, I mean, you're worried. You at no point are you do you stop worrying about his physical condition and how he's feeling about this being diagnosed this thing. But 
he's putting you now in a you well when I say you he's putting Jamie in a very difficult situation right now because the meeting with John Wallace is still supposed to happen the next day right yes sir and the people are still coming over that evening to go to the ball game right yes sir so like you're thinking well, when are we going to do this I mean it's got to get done right yes sir And just an, an, an aside on that, and I know you were concerned about John's well-being, and I know that. So was Jamie. Um, but this whole Brad Miller thing has become, um, it's becoming a bit of a boondoggle in the sense that this is taking, Jamie has recognized this is taking longer than it should to wrap up, right? Yes, sir. John's not getting the stuff done. He's giving her explanations for why, but it's on her end, she owns the company. Yes, sir. So people are calling her saying, you know, or, or emailing her and saying, you know, what's the deal? Yes, sir. Brad Miller's asking for his money. They're asking for closure. Everybody wants this thing done, and she's trying to fend it off because she doesn't want to come down too hard on John because he's got all these supposed issues, right? That's correct, sir. And yet she doesn't want to, you know, look horrible in front of these people either because, you know, this is a political business, a funny business. I mean, people talk among each other. She doesn't want to lose other clients because this guy's out there saying, you know, don't hire SBS. They don't get their stuff done, right? I imagine that's correct, sir. And then with this quarterly report that's due, I mean, you know, you know enough about the business of uh, campaign business from helping her out that you know the quarterly's got to be filed and if they're not filed in a timely fashion sometimes the campaign can incur a financial penalty for that right i know they have to be filed sir and i imagine that sometimes penalties are involved yeah, i you know that there are I you don't, don't want some candidate who's not running for office again to come knocking on the door saying hey i got hit with a penalty sbs you owe me money You just, uh, I mean, you do your job, you get it done. The report's due on April. I don't think that was a concern of hers about penalties. It was a concern of hers of doing the job and getting the report in, sir. Right. And and doesn't want a company to look bad. I mean, already she's getting enough grief. She She's covering up. She's basically covering up for John not getting his stuff done. I wouldn't use the word covering up. I don't mean, yeah, cover-up's bad. It, it's, she's... She's trying to make people understand the situation. Look, John's the guy that does this stuff. He's going through a lot of stuff right now. Please be a little patient with us. That's fair. Okay. So, you know, by the time you guys are leaving for the ball game and he hasn't come back, I mean, that's really put Jamie in a bit of a spot because now it's like you're taking off for the ballpark and the meeting's scheduled, I think, for the next morning, right? We were both worried about him and also she was concerned about the meeting sure and I think you said you tried to get a hold of him that night right repeatedly and he just nothing no, no reply no reply and in your attempts to get a hold of him um, I'm assuming they were I don't know messaging emails maybe some voice messages yes sir and you're letting him know in those calls Look, 
you've got to get in touch with us and you got to let us know what we're doing. We don't, are we taking you to the doctor tomorrow? Are you coming for the meeting with John Wallace? All that stuff, right? Yes, sir. Call us back. We don't know what we're doing here until you call us back, right? Yes, sir. Some of the things that we talked about, Jamie couldn't do. It wasn't just because John had the records. He had some of the login information that um, Jamie need, would have needed if she wanted to just say, you know what, I'll just do it myself. She couldn't do it herself, right? Because he had some of the information that, in order to do it, right? Yes, sir. And that was like... I, I know I asked about it. it was that NGP thing and the uh, login information for the bank account. She didn't have that. The way NGP works is each person has a login for themselves for the campaign and has there's different permission levels so they can see different different facts. But anyways, yes, sir. She had experienced those some. She was experiencing some issues with it, wasn't she? Around that time, trying to get into the information. I recall something like that, sir. So, and this this thing that um, you talked about in your direct testimony about somewhere along the way she and it was in trying to review this refund thing, the, the refunding donations, donors coming back. She's trying to review that because she knows that's likely to be a question John Wallace is going to ask about, right? I don't know, sir. Well, she'd been getting a lot of messages regarding from the other Brad Miller people, like Brad wants his money. She'd been, that had been happening. Related to the loan repayment, yes, sir. And John Wallace was the treasurer, right? Yes, sir. Not uncommon for a candidate to hire a colleague or a friend to be the treasurer of a political uh, campaign account, correct? Uh, He's aware. He's in. Sustain. Says he's a political nerd. Sustain. All right. Um, when you. Fair to say, Jamie wanted to be prepared to answer any questions that might be posed to her by John Wallace at that meeting. Jamie believed in preparation, yes, sir. And somewhere along the way, in looking at those refunds, you testified about she found some kind of discrepancy in money that I think you testified at trial was an amount maybe uh, seven or eight hundred dollars she couldn't account for. Correct. That's correct. There will come a point later on when the police are asking you about, you know, uh, money. Uh, what did you mean when you were asking him? Was there did you confront him about the money? Yes, sir. That time, that when you were asking, I said you, the number might have been slightly different. You might have said maybe nine hundred dollars or something, right? I know there was a 
discrepancy that was not a huge amount. Right. And you weren't saying that there was that she discovered some evidence of him stealing the money. She just said there was like a nine hundred dollar discrepancy she couldn't account for, right? Right. Which could have gone either way. I mean it could have been a plus or a minus. It just it could have been a bookkeeping error. Absolutely. And that's what you were talking about when you were asking Jamie and when you were telling the police about the discrepancy. That's what you were referring to. Because you were grasping for why did this happen, right? You're trying to come up with something. Yes, sir. And then the 12th on that day comes, and again, no show, John, but this day you're able to get a hold of him somehow. Yes, sir. Remind me, was it by uh, email or was it phone? I received an email from him, and then we chatted on the phone at one point as well. Right. It was the e this was the email where he said, told you he got fired from LabCorp, right? Yes, sir. And that is... I guess they got tired of me missing work or something like that, right? Yes, sir. That's what so I'm going to, um, I just he threw some things in a bag and went to the beach, right? That's what he said, sir, yes. You don't even know if that's true, by the way, right? Today? Yeah. I don't know if it's true, yes, sir. Yeah. You'd have good reason to doubt it, right? Uh, uh, yes. When... You got that, you called him back. And at some point you did make contact with him, right? Yes, sir. And you let him know, you know, John, I know you're feeling down and I know you're going through a lot of stuff, but, you know, we had that meeting with John Wallace today, right? I didn't have a meeting with John well, Jamie Wallace. Jamie did. Yes, sir. And you didn't, you sort of blew her off. You're letting him know. I mean, you know, if I recall correctly, sir, I was more concerned about the fact that he had disappeared on us without telling us where he was going and or what was happening, and we weren't concerned about his well-being. Sure, he was supposed to be at the game last night. Yes, sir. He had been at your house the day before and said, I'm going to go to LabCorp and get my laptop. I'll be right back. Yes, sir. And didn't show up. Yes, sir. Didn't come back. Yes, sir. Didn't go to the ball game that he was supposed to go to. That's correct, sir. Didn't go to your house last the night prior to stay over so that you could take him to the doctor. Yes, sir. I mean, this was all just like, John could be bizarre, but this was even more bizarre for him, right? I don't know that I would have classified him as bizarre, but it was certainly a irrational, uh, seemingly, to not let us know where you were or what was going on. Jamie had to end up calling John Wallace and saying, listen, can we put this over to Monday? I don't know if she emailed or called him, but she would move the meeting back, yes, sir. How, whether it's, yeah, I don't know if it was a call or an email. More people do things with email than. Could have even been an e chat, sir. What's that? It could have even been an e chat. It could have been an e chat. I, not if it had been from me, but. Uh, that doesn't it, seem to be likely, sir. No, it doesn't. You got, you got that straight. But in doing, in, in, so she's pushed this thing back, and when you get a hold of them, you're like, and I didn't mean to to say that your first thing was about Jamie's visit. Your first thing was, are you okay? Yes, sir. And like, where are you? 
Yes, sir. And what's going on? That type of thing. Because this is bizarre. Yes, sir. And he, and this, the vacation. I mean, this was your best friend. He hung out at your house all the time. He knew about the vacation, right? I believe so, yes. He sir. knew you guys were leaving that, supposed to leave on Sunday to go stay at the friend's house at Emerald Isle. Yes, sir. He knew he was going to be watching your house. Yes, sir. Or at least <coughs> that was the plan. Yes, sir. He'd watch the pets. I don't know if you had, did you, I don't even know, did you have the plan for him to take the dog to the vet while you were going to be gone? Uh, I know that it came up at some point. I'm, I don't remember when we asked him if he would, but yes, sir. I mean, he knew he, he and he was fine with it. He said, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll handle all that for you. Right? Of course. He'd done that dozens of times before, right? Uh, on one or more occasion. I don't yeah. know how many exactly, but yeah. yes, sir. He was, and you're telling him all this, he got, he got very, he was very apologetic. He right? was, sir. He said, I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking about Jamie, I'm sorry I put, made you guys worry, things of that nature. Absolutely, yes, sir. Just give me a couple of days and I'll, I will come and see you before the weekend's out, right? Yes, sir. And in fact, he did. Yes, sir. Not, not Saturday. Sunday. Yes, sir. Sunday evening, he finally showed up. He did. And I think you said that over that weekend, from that Friday on, you, you were trying to stay in touch with him, either with a, I don't know, with e-chat or a, a phone call or something. You, you stayed in touch with him. Yes, sir. I mean, for all the reasons we just stayed. You want to make, you want to make sure he's okay. Oh, you guys wanted to check in on him, yes, sir. And now on Monday, I mean, that's the deadline on that FEC report. That's got to be filed on Monday. He's got to show up. Yes, sir. And you're letting him know that? We both were, yes, sir. Okay. Now, so when he knew, when he was coming over that Sunday night now, the 14th, because of all the things he had missed, because of the meeting being pushed back and everything else, he knew, and, and, and the other <coughs> one was, he had told, that was the other thing, you'd said, what about the doctor? Yes, sir. I mean, you didn't go to your doctor appointment on the 11th because you overslept and you were supposed to go the next day. What happened with that, right? He told us at some point that Friday, I believe it was, that it wouldn't have mattered if he was there or not because the meeting, the doctor's visit had, like they couldn't squeeze him in like he had been told. Right, but then he said, I, I think, yeah, he said it worked out because they wouldn't have been able to see him or something, so they moved it to Monday or something, right? Yes, sir. You and Jamie were like, fine. You come here Sunday night, we'll do the Brad Miller stuff, We'll take you to the doctor on Monday. Yes, sir. Make sure you get there. Yes, sir. And when you come over on Sunday night, just plan on staying over. Yes, sir. Combination of reasons. I mean, uh, you'll be able to drive that way. You know, so after what he's just pulled over the last couple of days, you can keep eyes on him that way and make sure he's not going to do, do something like this again. And I'm not talking about just the John Wallace meeting. I'm talking, you want to make sure he got to the doctor appointment. Yes, sir. 
and you both were very concerned about it. So when I say keep eyes on him, I'm not talking about taking off so that she can't go to the meeting. I mean, that was an issue, but it wasn't the primary issue. His health was the primary issue in your minds. Yes, sir. He shows up that evening. He does. And then they have, uh, Jamie and John, uh, some time down in the office area working on Brad Miller. Yes, sir. And they spend a good, I think you said, one to two hours on it, right? Yes, sir. Now, when she starts to do that, Jamie uh, is not getting satisfactory answers from John on some of the things she's asking about. What was she? There was the only issue that I recall, sir, was the uh, one letter from the FEC about a late report, um, which we would uh, g-chat slash e-chat about. Um, the but she ultimately would be satisfied by the time we went to sleep that he had, in fact, um, filed the report because I think he provided her with some sort of fax notification. That's what I wanted to ask. I asked you the other day, you told me that it was not uncommon, like when John was in the room, Jamie would be talking to him about things for her to sometimes do that electronic chat with you and talk to you while she's talking to him. That, that was not an uncommon event, right? Yes, sir. And that happened. Uh, on that night when he came over to prepare for the meeting the next day with John Wallace. Yes, sir. Um, you, you, you were able to pull that, that that's a, I don't know the difference between a G-chat and an E-chat, but it was a G-chat, right? They're both the same. Okay. I'm learning things here. So this, But the chat, you kept a record of it, and you provided it to the police, right? At some point. I didn't intentionally keep a record, but there was a record that I then shared with them. Yes, right. Sir. You weren't doing it at the time just to keep a record of that. <laughs> no, sir. You went, when they asked you to try to, when they were trying to figure out this case and prepare this case for trial, they asked you, you look around and see if there's anything. And so anything you could find involving her and John, you went back into your system, you found it, you pulled it up, and you gave it to them, right? Yes, sir. And you reviewed a lot of them before you gave it to them, right? Yes, sir. Okay. You remember finding in that review your the chat between you and Jamie on the 14th of April, that Sunday night, 2013? Yes, sir. You do? Okay. You don't, as you sit there now, you don't remember word for word what was said, right? I don't have that good of a memory, sir. Okay. Would it refresh your recollection? Now, you, but you did. You saw the printout of the chat before. Yes, sir. Would it refresh your recollection if you looked at that? As to what was said. Well, I mean, you have the printout, but uh, yes, yeah, sure. Absolutely. May I approach the sir? Yes, sir. Take a look at. Sorry, I got to approach the 
Yes, sir. that the chat that you printed out and gave to Detective Morris in this case about the chat you had with Jamie that night while she was meeting with John Broyhill about the Brad Miller stuff? Yes, sir. Okay. Now that chat started that night at about... Um, 8.47 p.m., correct? Yes, sir. And it goes, at least to what you provided, uh, to as late as 9.33 p.m., correct? Yes, sir. So that's like a total of 46 minutes where while she's meeting with him, she's chatting <coughs> with you on the, on the, I guess on the computer, right? Yes, sir. Um, at 9.07 of that chat, she, tell, she writes you, OMG, I'm not convinced he filed the last one, but we'll see. OMG, I'm assuming, means oh my God. Yes, sir. Or oh my gosh, or whatever. Um, Glad you know that, sir. What's that? I'm proud of you for knowing that, sir. <laughs> my... My daughters will be proud, too, that I scored one because I don't get any of the other ones straight. They make fun of me, too. I get a lot of that. <laughs> um, but uh, on the serious note of that, you were, when you were talking about <coughs> the last one, there was the first quarter, first quarter of 2013, that's the one that needed to be filed by the following day of April 15th, 2013, right? Yes, sir. So when you were talking about, when she's asking you, I'm not convinced he filed the last one, she's not talking just about the one that's due tomorrow. She's talking about the one that was due probably for the fourth quarter of 2012, right? That'd be correct, sir. Your reply to her was, that'd be a disaster. Yes, sir. And she texted back, yeah, it could be fixed, but it would be annoying because it didn't look to her like nothing had been entered in since September, which is why she was concerned. But she said John told her it, it, that, that whatever they were looking at was wrong, and he supposed, she's telling you, he's looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. Now you, when when she wrote that to you, and because you're the much better multitasker than I am, you can, you can do multiple screens and things at one time. You went on the.